Section 37 of The Cloister and the Hearth. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by John Brandon. The Cloister and the Hearth by Charles Reed. Chapter 35. It is you for sleeping. Why, tis high noon. It was a blessed sleep, said Gerard. Methinks heaven sent it to me. It hath put, as it were, a veil between me and that awful night. To think that you and I sit here alive and well. How terrible a dream I seem to have had. Ay, lad, that is the wise way to look at these things. But once they are past, why they are dreams, shadows. Break thy fast and then thou wilt think no more on't moreover i promise to bring thee unto the town by noon and take thee to his worship gerard then sopped some rye bread in red wine and ate it to break his fast then went with dennis over the scene of combat and came back shuddering and finally took the road with his friend and kept peering through the hedges and expecting sudden attacks unreasonably till they reached the little town dennis took him to the white heart no fear of cutthroats here said he i know the landlord this many a year he is a burgess and looks to be bailiff tis here i was making for yestreen but we lost time and night o'ertook us and-and you saw a woman at the door and would be wiser then a jennyton she told us they were not why what saved our lives if not a woman i and risked her own to do it that is true dennis and though women are nothing to me i long to thank this poor girl and reward her ay though i share every doit in my purse with her do not you parbleau where shall we find her maybe the alderman will tell us we must go to him first the alderman received them with a most singular and inexplicable expression of countenance however after a moment's reflection he wore a grim smile and finally proceeded to put interrogatories to gerard and took down the answers this done he told them that they must stay in the town till the thieves were tried and be at hand to give evidence on peril of fine and imprisonment they looked very blank at this however said he twill not be long the culprits have been taken red-handed he added and you know in any case you could not leave the place this week dennis stared at his remark and gerard smiled at what he thought the simplicity of the old gentleman in dreaming that a provincial town of burgundy had attraction to detain him from rome and margaret he now went to that which was nearest both their hearts your worship said he we cannot find our benefactress in the town nay but who is your benefactress who why the good girl that came to you by night and saved our lives at peril of her own oh sir our hearts burn within us to thank and bless her where is she End of section 37 Recording by John Brandon